Welcome to the How Do You Heal podcast. I'm your host, Christy Michelle. If you're looking to explore why you're feeling stuck and how you can stop procrastinating, self-sabotaging, or whatever your drug of choice may be, then you've come to the right place. I want to modernize what the healing journey looks like. From traditional talk therapy to belly dance, adding fun to your deepest self-care adventure is a game changer. Join me as I interview different spiritual and health experts on all the different healing modalities so you can find a few that you love. So grab a warm cup of coffee or get out in nature and let's get started. All right, guys, we are back on the podcast with Mary Giletti. So she's here to talk about meditation. So first of all, Mary, so for people that have never heard of meditation, what Mm -hmm. is it and what are the benefits? Sure, sure. So meditation is really about uh, bringing awareness to your thoughts and really about controlling them in a way where you feel less stressed, calmer, you could tackle the day better. Um, and it's amazing. Um, I love it. I've been doing it for a couple of years. So it's a great tool or technique. Yeah. So I guess the benefits are just calmness. So being calm, helping relieve stress, focused, um, not being so stressed, and really just not bringing your full awareness to your thoughts because we have about eight like 80 to 100,000 thoughts a day and that could drive you crazy a little bit and yeah it's a little and so that's why we call it the monkey mind so we want to calm it and so we're relaxed and we could really go forward uh with a good day yeah so I know you said that you've been doing it for a couple of years but mm-hmm. we go way back what, mm-hmm. like how long? Like what, 10 years? Uh, we yeah. do, we do. Well, so we worked we worked at Mac for a good two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been with that my new company for six years, and then yeah, long time. Yeah. So back yeah. then you were always into spiritual and woo-woo, and so we kind of connected <clears> on that. Yeah, because everyone else was kind of like, What are you guys talking about? Like they, you know, they weren't into it too. Yeah. Um, so how did you get started into meditation? How did you find it? What, you know, what caught your interest? How did you get mm-hmm. started? It's a great question. So I have always been interested in Eastern religions and, you know, Reiki and meditation and just being more calm and peaceful. But, you know, like a couple of years ago, I did go through a divorce. And for me, it was really eye-opening of like, how do I, um, like, what do I do with all this energy and this sadness or this depression? Like, where do I, where do I take it? And so in Buddhism and with the meditation, it's about letting go. And it's about really, how do you let go of attachment and help to calm your mind and your thoughts? Because in reality, you're really not your thoughts and they could really kind of mess you up. And, and that's where ego comes into play and so forth. So we really want to, um, to balance that out. So that's why I was drawn back to it for therapeutic reasons. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. So 
well, I guess you kind of answered my question. I was going to ask you, you know, what, how has it helped you the most? So getting over a divorce, Mm -hmm. kind of taking the edge off so you can Mm -hmm. deal with everyday problems. Um, So I know that you just got certified level two. Thank you. So uh, what was the most surprising thing that you had been doing it for a while, obviously, before you even got into the school? So um, you knew you already knew some things about meditation, you know, from firsthand experience. So what was the most surprising thing that you learned in your meditation program that you didn't know? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think I learned the most that I wanted to pursue this in an instructor role, I went into it like, Hey, I'm just going to do it for myself, do it for, um, for my own healing. But I have so much to, to teach other people. I started to do it with my friends, um, like here and there on like little road trips and, you know, things that we did together and they loved it. They're like, Oh, when can we do it again with you? Um, and I got my mom into it. So I think it's, I think there's a reason why, there are several of us here, like light workers that are really trying to transform this, this time in our world. And I think it's important to share. Yeah. Did you learn about like anything about the brain or like the effects of meditation mm-hmm. that you didn't know before you were like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, there's a lot. So I did learn, you know, the 80 to hundred thousand thoughts a day. Um, I learned that, you know, there's only two basic emotions in life, fear and love. And you want to go toward the love, of course, and always come from a place of love. Um, I know that your ego plays a lot of tricks on you. So you really have to kind of manage that and not come from a place of ego. I mean, we need our ego, right? But we also need to learn how to, to deal with it. It's here for a reason. The amygdala is the part of the brain that's the fight or flight mode. And so meditation helps you to calm it because if you're running around in fight or flight mode, you're constantly going to be anxious or depressed and that's unhealthy. And so that's what I took away from it. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I heard that meditation can help, you know, because you've calmed the nervous system and because you're, you know, less anxious and less depressed. I mean, it can even help with like health issues. Yep. It's crazy. With sleeping better, um, with, you know, depression, anxiety, um, you know, doctors do it before they perform surgeries. Athletes do it before they go into sporting events. So it's, there's definitely science behind it. Yeah. So you just said athletes, um, are you mm-hmm. visualizing while meditating or are you trying to not think of something or are you mm-hmm. focusing on one thing? There's several different types. Okay. Um, yeah, I can ask you what are the, you know, are there different types? Yeah. So like there's shamatha, which is um, a form of Buddhism meditation where it's a calm abiding. There's transcendental meditation that uses more of like a mantra. You could use like Soham, which is I am, which is a really simple mantra. You know, there are mala beads that we use. Um, There's the guided meditations that there's a ton of them on YouTube. And there's just so many different ways. Um, You could do a visualization um, if you want like a healing or a peaceful, um, spiritual, like you could visualize whatever religious 
figure you follow um, for more peace in your meditation. You could do that as well. There's different ways you can meditate. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if someone's listening to this podcast and they're like, wow, this seems pretty cool. Like, I, you know, I wanted to start it. I want to mm-hmm. try it. What would be the first, how would they get started? Yeah. So anyone could start it. It's really easy. It's not that difficult. I know it sounds difficult because, oh, I got to go in my brain and I got to calm it. I have so many thoughts in my head. Um, and we do, um, but it's about mastering your thoughts and your mind. So it doesn't control you. So I would start with five minutes a day in the morning or at night. There's really no bad time to meditate, go into a peaceful room, close your eyes and just relax. And whatever thought comes across your mind, you just say, no, thank you. You push it away. So you observe it, but you don't let it take over. So that's really what it's about. And the more and more you do it, you realize, oh, my thoughts aren't controlling my mind anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's about. And more and more you do it, you build up five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20, maybe twice a day. And then you go forward. It's interesting. Um, You said, you know, noticing the thought and saying, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, thank you, please go away. Or what did you say? I'm sorry. Um, Like you observe it. And then I just say, no, thank you. Or I label it. This is a thought. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you, cause a lot of people, you know, when they start meditating, they're like, I can't meditate. Like I have monkey brain. I, you know, I can't concentrate mm-hmm. and they get frustrated. Like, Oh no, yeah. no I'm supposed to be, no, I'm not supposed to be thinking about anything. You know what I mean? So I like yeah. that you kind of talked about noticing it mm-hmm. with it. Like, you know, this doesn't serve me right now or mm-hmm. you know, or not right now later. So I'd yeah. like to get into, you know, the vibration of like frustration or annoyance or anger, um, mm-hmm. because it's completely normal. I mean, our, like you said, our brains have a million thoughts a day. It's going yeah. to we're human. Yeah. It's learning yeah. about how to live with it and to mm-hmm. control it and tell it what to do versus exactly vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it's really about your thoughts equals your feelings, which equals your behavior. So if you think of it that way, your thoughts, it always goes back to your thoughts. It is so important to, to get right with them and to know where they're coming from and to be in a good place. Yeah. And so that's a good tip too. Um, yeah, we kind of went over that. Yeah. If you, you know, feel like you can't meditate, that's a good one just to kind of like notice mm-hmm. it. And tell it to go away, come back later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your meditation ritual? Um, I do. I have my own little back room. Um, I have a meditation pillow. Um, you could either, you know, sit in a chair with your feet on the floor. I like to sit on a pillow, you know, you know, sitting straight up. Um, other people like to lie down. I like candles. I have, you know, sage um, or Palo Santo I burn. Um, And it's really just about, you know, going into your own private space, your own mind and relaxing and letting go. And, you know, if you follow the more Eastern religions, you may have statues of Buddha, or if you follow Hinduism, you may have Ganesh. So it really just varies on where you follow and where you want to go with it. Do you have music or are you a no music person? I don't care for music. 
that's how I was taught. But also sometimes I do guided meditations and they do have music. Um, when I find I can't go in deeply by myself, I need help. And that's where I do the guided. Um, or that's when I do the mala beads first. Um, and then you could go in easier. It's kind of like it guides you in. Because really your mala beads or your mantra really sets you into meditation and keeps you there. Gotcha. So you're focusing on just, you know, that word or those words. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, do people yeah. add movement to meditation or is it normally just a still practice? So some traditions, they do keep their eyes open. Um, some people do, if you feel like you're getting tired or foggy, it's best to look up and it's best to keep the light on. But I like to first, you know, look down because really the muscles around your eyes are very sensitive. And if you can relax those first, then you could go in deeper. So I like to actually look down like a foot or foot and a half in front of you. And then you go into meditation. Mm, that's a really good tip to start looking yeah. down. To yeah, look down. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, so meditation makes you super, super relaxed. Um, mm-hmm. Are people able to do this at work? You know, this podcast is geared towards mm-hmm. teachers and, you know, in the rare instance, we find a couple minutes that we have to ourselves, you know, are we going to feel you know, kind of woozy or kind of sluggish afterwards? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Um, Actually, at my place of business, we implemented 15-minute meditations. So it works. Um, Yeah, it was really great. We did it for a couple months. um, And meditation actually is supposed to recharge you. It's supposed to actually give you more energy, um, like that afternoon cup of coffee. So it's, it's amazing. You could do it in the afternoon, take a little break. Um, I highly recommend it for teachers. Most of my friends are teachers or principals and they, I practice on them and they want more. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely helpful. Yeah. How do people know that they're doing it correctly? Um, I know that mm. a lot of people, when they start something, you know, the first thoughts that come into, you know, their mind are, I'm not doing this correctly. Am I doing this correctly? Okay. No, I should be doing this. So how do people know that they're doing it correctly? So number one, you're going to get frustrated with it. You are, you just are, but it's okay. And that's why you want to start with the five minutes a day. You're going to do it correctly because you're going to want to keep doing it. Like when I come home, I want to go meditate. I want to go practice. I want to go on the cushion. It's this energy or this feeling that you get that you want to keep doing it because it gives you so much more. And, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to, you know, 21 days to change a habit or create a habit. It takes time. But it's, you have to start with it five minutes a day. And once you start doing it, you're going to see the effects. Okay. How well, after, after a couple of years of doing meditation, like how, where are you at? Um, it really varies. Some nights I literally will meditate for an hour. Um, this past Sunday it was, you know, lion's gate portal, which is like astrological. And I was literally in meditation all day. So it really varies. I'm, I'm doing a retreat in Sedona 
the beginning of November with my um, instructor. So we're going to do like a whole week of meditation in Sedona. So that'll be fun. Um, I've done half day retreats, like a silent retreat where you're silent for five hours. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> it, you know what? And it's, I can't speak highly enough about it. It changed my life. Yeah. It has. It has. Awesome. So, you know, being a breathwork facilitator, you know, we've learned in our program that breathwork brings up, you know, past trauma and past emotions um, in the body. Does that, does meditation do that too? It sure does. Um, so my teacher actually said, because she works with her, you know, her gurus and her, her teachers, which are mostly Tibetan Buddhists, but one of them said, if you don't cry during one of your meditations, you're not doing it right. So the emotions, like eventually you will get that emotions and I have, and you will, um, because you're tapping into such a deep part of yourself. Um, and you're waking it up and you will, you will find emotion and that's good. It's healing. You need to bring it up to the surface. So you can heal it. Yeah. I was just about to say, like, what would you say to someone listening? That's like, Oh, I thought meditation was, you know, calming. Like, I don't, I don't, <clears throat> I don't want to cry. What would you say to that? I mean, you're not going to cry all the time, but I think that, I think crying is strength. I think that emotion is emotion is strength. And I find that if we don't tap into it, like we're, you know, we're not these bodies We're we're soul having this human experience. So if we don't understand that and learn that, like we're missing it, there's, there's a beautiful experience that we're having right now. Yeah. So for sure. That's how I see it. Yeah. Two last questions left. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of Christians that feel mm-hmm. a little hesitant about meditation, you know, what would you say to someone that's listening that they're intrigued, but they're, you know, a little hesitant because, you know, religion, you know, can you speak to that? And that's understandable. Um, so I was actually taught through like an odd denominational, although, um, she leans more Buddhist, but the way that I learned is I'm actually, I'm Catholic. I go to Sunday mass and, you know, I have Mary around my neck and I was named after her. So the integration of the two, I think is perfect. You could also just keep it out altogether, but all religions, I think, speak of a God and it's really God. It's, it's God of the universe. You have to speak to whoever you correlate with. Um, and that's why going back to visualization one, I visualize Mary, for example, or Jesus, or you could visualize other, you know, religious beings, you don't have to always go that route. So it can just be more spiritual, not religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So last question, mm-hmm. um, knowing that you, you know, went through the certification, where do you want to go mm-hmm. with Asian training? So I definitely want to keep, um, keep at it and keep going through it. I do want to do longer retreats, longer meditations. Um, I'm also now interested in Reiki. Um, I just did my first Reiki session yesterday. So I want to, yeah, it was really, really good because it actually merges the two. It's Mm -hmm. about the energies. It's about the chakras and it's about 
meditation and, and I'm, I'm going to go for a certification on that as well. So I just think that there's so many different facets and so many ways you could go to help people. I do want to help people. I think that there's a reason why the universe kind of aligned things the way it did. Yeah. Um, and I think people, people should listen to that. I think everyone's being um, pulled in certain directions for a reason. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm so thankful that you said yes to being on my podcast. <laughs> Aww, thank you for having me. You're so sweet. I miss you so much. I know. I know. So when I heard that you were getting, uh, you know, uh, certified, um, I was like, oh, I have to have her on here. Cause I made a list of like, you know, all the topics I wanted to talk about. So yeah, I was like, Gary's name next to meditation. So Aww, yeah, that's I so learned sweet. a lot. I did not know that there were different types of meditation. Yeah, there's even a lot. There's um, Vipassana. There's um, there's a lot. There really is. Like it just depends. Like different types. Like the there names. is. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah, but it's it's good. You have to find what what you like and where you see yourself. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the How Do You Heal podcast. If you got a lot of value from this episode. Send it to your family, friends, or coworkers. See y'all next week.